Hello, everyone. Kara Olker here, intuitive health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. I host my own podcast called Deep and Roots Podcast, and I do it all from Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Who doesn't love to be able to do things for free? And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. By the way, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Pretty sweet, eh? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. I personally love using Anchor to record and upload my podcast episodes. I get to choose my own intro and outro music. In case you were wondering, it's Tropics in the Beats section. And it's very user-friendly for this millennial who can't technology at all. (laughs) It's one and done. Then I schedule my episodes to publish whenever I want them published. For me, I schedule to publish every Friday because... Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to the Deep and Roots podcast. My name is Kara Olker, certified health coach and founder of Deep and Roots Health Coaching. You can check out the services I offer on www.deepandroots.com. You can also find me on Facebook under Deep and Roots Health Coaching and Instagram under Deep and Roots Health Coaching, all one word. Deep and Roots podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business, specifically my one-on-one 90-day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, and intuition. Trusting your gut is not an option in my world. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 13. What is up world? I am back. Lucky number 13. (laughs) So real talk, everyone. Real talk. I've been health coaching. Yes, I have been. But I've also been a social justice warrior in my urban community the last couple weeks. So a lot of talk is happening around how important this upcoming election is. And to be honest, election season is already upon us. We've got to make some moves, everyone. We've got to make some moves. (laughs) So I've been heavily involved with the local grassroots group to put a charter amendment on the ballot for Cincinnati. And to be honest, it's been and is currently a big fight, but it's a big fight we're all ready to continue to be involved in for as long as it takes. Whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, it's important to make moves, and such is the same for anything in your life. I encourage my clients to make their own moves, and at the same time, I'm going to walk the walk while I talk the talk in all areas of my life, unapologetically. So thank you for your patience during my hiatus. I do appreciate you all. I really do. Thank you. 
Um, so that said, I really want to switch gears a little bit and talk about how the ever prevalent food and diet shaming on social media and marketing culture affects us. And it's why it's the reason why I talk so much about finding and, and following your intuition while healing your body and achieving your health goals. To me, intuition and achieving any goals, especially health goals, go hand in hand. If you look up the root word of diet on Google, yes, I love Google, <laughs> you'll find the Latin word dieta, D-I-E-T-A, which means both parliamentary assembly and food allowance. However, if you go earlier than that, you'll find the Greek meaning of dieta, D-I-A-E-T-A, to be the way of life. So how do we go from something positive and meaningful to unemotionally regimented and fear-based? I'm no historian, but I imagine a whole bunch of shame got in the way. The Greeks love to party, eat and drink, and uh, that alone sounds like an amazing time and my kind of people. <laughs> but then fast forward to crusades and religion and the repenting of sins through fasting. Um, which kind of sounds like a lot of people I grew up with in church, <laughs> kind of. Sorry, guys. Uh, and really, the Latin context sure sounds like a stark contrast from the food-loving ways of the Greeks. But really, leave it to someone in the world or history to design a way for people to have destructive and harmful relationships with food for the word dieta to have such a restrictive meaning, it doesn't even imply to food. It sure has stuck. Why couldn't have the why couldn't have the Greek meaning way of life stick? If you go to a gastroenterologist or nutritionist talking about diets, they'll ask you what kind. I suppose they're wondering about the way of life you're trying to achieve, but the context of that question actually pinpoints to something more restrictive. One of my previous gastroenterologists once asked me what kind of diet I was on because he wanted to make sure I wasn't eating gluten. And uh, that was right after I was diagnosed with celiac disease. He was stuck on the food allowance definition the Latin term fixated on. And the same with nutritionists, and sometimes rightfully so. How many of what you are eating is more what they're asking about how many calories grams of fat etc and that can be important to measure it really can especially especially if you're losing or looking to lose a specific amount of weight during a specific amount of time or you're preparing for a bodybuilding competition there's a specific formula and science behind looking the way you need to to win those competitions and also diabetes is uh, important as well. You're trying to figure out what foods work for you that won't put your blood sugar levels over what they need to be or even under. Yet for the rest of us, dieting yields the most success when you trust your gut and eat intuitively. When you release your inner Greek definition of diet, and look at it as a way of life. However, today's culture still thrives on the pressures of calorie counting 
eating the most exotic superfoods and gimmicks that perpetuate the Latin meaning of dieting, which remember means food allowance. I do Facebook lives every day at 2 p.m., or at least I try to. <laughs> and I've discovered a lot of topics the last few months, especially. Uh, sometimes it feels as though they all run together. And that's because despite me constantly talking about different things, I stress the notion of following your intuition and choosing to develop your own way of life. Additionally, I stress education of specific ideals or types of food to urge others to see what works for them. I also do this with my clients often. My clients need guidelines, but they also need to feel as though they have the power to decide what their health journey feels and looks like to them. So when I did lives on literally specific food items in my fridge this week, <laughs> I did so in a way that introduced these foods as an option to fulfill my parts, my to fulfill part of my audience's health goals. So, um, I mean, it kind of went along the lines of this. You need protein options. Edamame and tofu are packed with protein <laughs> and are a good, moderate, or are good for moderate consumption if you're looking for a meat alternative. Here are some pros and cons. And also, um, in some of my lives, I've also been like, you like tacos? So do I. Here's a great corn tortilla recipe. And I've literally whipped out my tortilla press and made tortillas on my lives. <laughs> I mean, I just... I feel it's important to know that good, healthy food can be accessible. And it's also important to help others find where to buy foods that's that aren't only good quality, but easy to prepare and are budget friendly. Not everyone has time or the resources to go to their local farmer's market and Social media loves to parade around what the average human deems as fancy or pretentious. If I eat this way, then I'll be skinny and have everything I want. Or why would anyone want to eat that? They look so emaciated. I'd rather stick to cheeseburgers. There's a lot of shame in the health and nutrition culture. You either feel shamed for not eating acai bowls every day or you shame the influencer who pushes those acai bowls. By focusing on the way of life of dieting, you are casting out the shame of expectations imposed on you through eat this, not that, and eat this much, not this much. You're letting go of the hidden fear of disappointing somebody, the social influencer, your doctor, your mom, your inner child, whomever and grabbing onto the opportunity to find yourself through all the foods in the world you could eat that help you feel your best. What soothes your soul, heals your gut, and propels you to your inner personal greatness. And this can and will change many times throughout your lifetime. Maybe, maybe keto does help you for a couple months before you start feeling like your body needs more. Maybe you're on a gluten-free diet because of a gluten allergy or celiac disease, and you find at times your body responds to tree nuts, dairy, or carbs differently during different times in your life. That is normal, 
And these adjustments are often temporary as your gut heals from taking gluten out of your diet. Weight gain, unintentional weight loss, food intolerances, headaches, etc. These conditions aren't meant to be seen as failures or defects. Instead, they're meant to be seen as learning opportunities. Opportunities to grow and develop and discover more of yourself. Only you can determine what truly works for your body, but that doesn't come without trusting yourself first and educating yourself on what your body needs to feel at its best. As a health coach, I stress that I'm not a nutritionist, but rather someone who knows the science behind how to fuel and trust your gut. I know the science behind having proportional amounts of fats, protein, carbs, and veggies. And I know the effects of long-term avoidance of any macronutrients and veggies. And I can also provide supplemental support while you're working with your nutritionist for weight loss, type 2 diabetes, etc. to crunch the numbers and get specific results. I can also work with individuals who just need someone to be their advocate while they take the reins on their health journey. Regardless, no gimmicks or fads are allowed into my space. Shame isn't either. Just science, powerful and intentional decisions, and a safe space that allows you to get back your inner power you've lost along the way to becoming your badass self. <laughs> and really, that's a pretty awesome approach to adhering to your own diet, your own way of life, if I do say so myself. Deep and Roots podcast is going to continue to release every week. I'm going to continue to cover elements of my one-on-one 90-day program that is founded on the concepts of acting out of abundance instead of fear and going for what serves you. From time to time, I'll also cover what speaks to me, what's important in the moment, who's influenced my work, and even bring you interviews with like-minded business owners. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about. What moves you? What speaks to you? What serves you? Also, don't be shy. Please visit me at www.deepandroots.com for more details on my health coaching business and the coaching services I offer. I am also on Facebook under Deepened Roots Health Coaching and Deepened Roots Health Coaching all one word, on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone, and I will see you next time.